Life Audio. All right, here it is again. In case you forgot, here's part two of Chitty's dating situation that God taught him more in three months than he's learned in the last three years. You're in for a treat as he really breaks down exactly what God taught him this episode. Uh, if, if you're enjoying these things, please like and subscribe. It means a lot to us. Share it. Uh, but we love you. Enjoy this episode. God bless. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. But I have a, several different things. We haven't even gotten gotten to any of the things I have written down that I've learned. We've touched on some things briefly. Um, yeah. well, let me but, add to just before you get going that there wasn't a millisecond when you were telling me those things out there about how this was such an amazing time and I'm expecting it to be like, Oh Lord help. He's about to hit the deep end. There wasn't a millisecond of me thinking that you were just telling me what I wanted to hear. Yeah. It was so pure. It yeah. was so joy filled. And it was like, you could see it like, it was like, it wasn't manipulation to try to just like, oh, no, I'm fine. You know, don't right. ask me anymore. It was like, it was the realest, purest. I was like, oh, wow, the Lord's done a major work. And then a few months later, I hear yesterday, I've learned more in three months than I have in the last three mm-hmm. years. And it was evident. It was on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's hear what you learned. It was, man, it's, it's been a beauty. And I want to preface all that with this, this woman is, is an amazing Proverbs yes. 31 woman of God. She didn't do anything wrong. You date to see if there's right. something there and there's going to be or there's not. And that's completely fine. That's right. what dating looks like. Right. Right. And so it was, it was beautiful. I'm, I'm so encouraged by just being able to meet her because I was very naive in thinking if this doesn't end, in marriage then it's not it wasn't god's will oh no 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 god is so much greater than my (laughs) finite mind every step of the way was god ordained i truly believe it for me and for her every step of the way every conversation every prayer we had every bible study meeting every conversation was god ordained and i'm so naive to think because it doesn't end the way ryan thought it should that it can't be from god so when god says all things work for the good for those who love him that seemed like it wouldn't be good outside looking in but through the whole time it's working for the good of you and her that's yeah. Wild, man. So I got several things written down. Um, the first one, it says learning to trust the process and not allow my emotions and desires to get ahead of God. Desiring yeah. a wife is a good thing. The Bible tells us yeah. that that's a good thing. But not allowing those desires and my emotions to get ahead of God. God knows the beginning and the end. And what he also showed me is that, man, that's true for my romantic life as mm-hmm. well. The romantic side of my life. He knows the beginning and the end. So he knows how long I'm going to talk to each woman that he brings my way. He knows, you know, how many dates we're going to go on. He knows how it's going to go, how it's going to end. And like to say that is one thing to like know that in the deepest parts of my being, man, I have a piece that I can't explain about dating going forward. Yeah. Like, I don't have to manufacture this and try and make that. And there's no text message I can send that's going to run the right one off. And there's no, you know, conversation I can have that's going to bring the wrong one in. Man, he orchestrates and uh, ordains all of those things. My only job is to be a good steward of who he brings in my life. Mm. Lead in a righteous manner. Lead with integrity. Push the woman closer to the Lord. Pray over her and just enjoy spending time together. Yeah. 
and in the meanwhile praying for these things you know yeah. uh for a wife and he's in control of that and it's like you can say that and we can know that in our minds but to be able to walk in that in our heart is very difficult place to get to and it takes a lot of practice a lot of prayer um, a lot of scripture. It just takes a lot of godly living to be able to give that part of my heart to God fully and be like, OK, I know your word says, you know, what's best for me. But like, I don't know if you're going to know exactly who I want and how to keep them here. And, and I got to kind of manufacture this and do that to keep someone here, man, to just know that I can fully trust him with the romantic parts of my heart and to be able to walk in that. Man, it's a beautiful thing. It's like Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all ways acknowledge him or submit to him and he will make straight your paths. Like I can even apply that in that sense in my life, like to the romantic side of my life, to the romantic parts of my heart that desire a wife, which is a good thing. Man, I can apply that there. Yeah. Like I can I can physically do that now. And I've never been able to do that. Yeah. And so, um, which inevitably is faith, it, and exactly inevitably it's faith. And like when you your faith was just grown through this experience, mm-hmm. and now that your faith has grown to this experience, it's too late to tell you that God can't do this, right? Yeah. You've seen, you've walked through it, and now so you don't have the fear and the anxiety and the stress of dating, like you just said, right? And it's like if if God knows, and I mean, imagine. Uh, Listener, applying that to any aspect of your life, if you can muster up, that's why the Bible talks about faith in such a mighty way, not because physically you could become a baseball player, like all things, uh, nothing's impossible, all things are possible through Christ, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Philippians verse, but, but that doesn't mean you're going to be a major league baseball player. It means that all things through Christ who strengthens me, that I could do all things in the aspect of if God's sovereign and I don't do this perfectly, man. No one does. And there's time I probably don't do it as well as I need to. I do not do it as well as I need to. But if I could just look at my past and, and just praise God, be in these moments, it's like, man, there's nothing that can come at me anymore. Yeah. You know? Because I know God's sovereign and I can have a peace about it because I'm his. Yeah. So Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah, it's uh it's it's powerful. It's powerful to be able to be in that place that I trust him so much so that I don't I, I can literally just be. Yeah. Like when it comes to dating. I can just be. And I've never been able to do that ever in my life, but I can just be. Yeah. And that's it. And it feels so good yeah. to not have because you know me, I can overanalyze and, and do this and do that and see too much into this and question that and wonder. Yeah. And it's like, man, I can just be. 
Yeah. I'm his. Yeah. I'm his. He's in control that's of your all these things. That's your value. Right. And so that's a beautiful thing. Another one is a word, you know, Mike Brown gave me. And he told me it's one thing to exercise patience in the waiting, you know, when I was solely focusing on my relationship with Christ and not entertaining dating. But it's a new level of exercising patience in the seeking of a spouse. Mm. And man, that he told me that after all this had happened, and it really, really ministered to me. It's one thing it, to exercise patience in the, the waiting. Patience in the waiting. It's another to exercise patience, patience in, in the seeking. seeking. Mm. And that was a word. I'm like, bro, that's from the Lord. I needed to hear that because it's so true. It's a new level of exercising mm. patience, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I tell, and, and I, I say this from a place of like, make sure you establish your relationship with Christ first and foremost before you even get to a place of dating. Yeah. That's what my encouragement to anybody would be. But at the same, and on the same token, like once you get to that place, I didn't find freedom in Christ because I sat on my hands and say, I trusted God. Right now. I proactively pursued the things of God. I relentlessly pursued the things of God. I started, you know, getting involved in ministry full time. I started discipling. I started coaching. I started teaching. I started reading the word. I started getting plugged into church. I started worshiping. I started praying out loud. I started proactively participating and engaging in my faith. Yeah. Well, the same thing goes with dating. Like I think a lot of times that fear of rejection can be so paralyzing that we convince ourselves like there's going to be one day that I'm just walk out of my door for work. And the woman that God has for me is going to be standing right there. Now, can God do these things? And does he bring people? I'm not saying he can't. Sure. But I just know a lot of us rely on that so much so that, man, I allow this crippling, paralyzing fear to just trust that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's at some point. And it's like, would you talk to the woman? God, passes you has you pass by in church would you mm. like that was a question i had to ask myself and the answer is like nah probably not mm. so like he can bring her along whatever path you're on and it's like so to be able to come out of my shell and to be able to start proactively seeking these things now it's with wisdom it's yeah. with discernment it's not just oh every girl who passes me by and who loves god has to be someone i no, it's it's with wisdom, it's with discernment, it's with being patient. But once you start to cultivate, you know, uh, a few conversations, and you're like, hmm, okay, I could see this prayer, right? With prayer, I could, I God could show see, me, you know? yeah, I could see us talking. Uh, um, I'm longer, and so Romans twelve twelve says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. And that's something that I always go to, like rejoicing in hope, like the joy of my salvation, who God is and being patient in tribulation. It's what God's, it's what has, has kept me where I'm at. It's what keeps me going forward. Mm. It's what has brought me to where I am today is being patient in tribulation and then being constant in prayer. Um, it's something I do all the time. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a gift God's given me or just the way my OCD brain works. I'm praying in my head like 90% of the day. And I don't say that from a, a, a place of boasting. I don't know what, it, but I'm like talking to God a praying lot throughout my day. Um, and it gives me peace and it gives me confidence. And it reminds me that I need to lean on him all the time. And so it's just been good. Um, another thing is he's enough. Like he is enough. Mm. And I got to that place. He brought me to that place before I started dating and oh, how easily I forgot it. Like it's easy to remember that when I'm solely devoting my time, energy and efforts on my personal relationship with Christ. But I realize I easily and quickly forget that when I start to pursue a relationship or I used to. Like I, I just forget those things. So staying grounded in my faith and allowing God to lead the way is where I need to remain. And these verses really kind of touch 
touched on that for me personally. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches, whoever abides in me and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. And then in verse 11, he says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that you joy or your joy may be full. My joy is not in finding a spouse. My joy is not in, you know, a woman liking me back. My joy is not in those things. My joy is fully set in him. That's the only way to have full joy mm. is when I'm utterly content and satisfied in him and knowing he is enough. And so, man, he ministered that to me in a new light because I knew that beforehand. Like, I know that. I know that. I start to pursue a relationship. It doesn't go the way Ryan thinks it should. And now my joy was in that now. And now that's gone. So, so it's my joy. Mm. I'm, I'm just down and out. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> And Enemy then thought he had me. another one, uh, just because God doesn't answer prayers in the way I deem he should or I want him to doesn't mean that God hasn't answered my prayers. Remembering to keep a heart of gratitude in all situations, despite not getting what I want, because God knows what's best and exactly what I need. And we say that all the time, but hmm. to live with that heart posture Man, it's different. It's different. It's different. And we're going to go through seasons where we, we don't do that well. That's right. But really uh, recognizing recognizing that when you get to a moment of doing that, of thinking, you know, God didn't answer something that you wanted. And so you start to build anger, resentment or frustration, humbling yourself and realizing like, no, he's using this. This may not be of what I wanted or how I envisioned this going, but this is exactly what God has intended for me. And this is exactly the cup God has for me. Mm. And so um, the quicker I can just get to a place of accepting it um, and knowing in my heart he knows what's best, the better it's going to be. Psalm 104 through 5 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. God is faithful. Like I, I've known that God is faithful. But to yeah. trust him to be faithful in the romantic parts of my life, yeah. hadn't been able to do that until now. Like yeah. it's, I don't know, just to be able to see God's faithfulness in a new area of my life for the first time, like firsthand and walk in that and see how good he is and see how faithful he is and see how he took what Ryan deemed the best case scenario, marrying this woman, living happily ever, ever after and turning it into something even greater than that, which Ryan didn't even know was possible. It's like, gosh, this is why you're God and I'm not. Um, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, I have mm. no idea about anything. So, man, I just see so much beauty in it. Like, I can't even not smile when I talk about these things because yeah. it was such a beautiful thing. I mentioned earlier how God gave me revelation on Colossians 3 one night. Um, I was really, man, just praying and reading and praying and reading and I read something and we talked about this a couple podcasts ago whenever I read these verses and I said I'd touch on it more at a later date when we talked yeah, about right. this dating. But I've read these verses so many times and I know these in my head and I know that I should be doing this. But, man, when, when God gives you revelation on something, it's the deepest of understandings. Like yeah. I, it, it almost is just like he he implants this all over you so much so that it's like. Oh my God. It becomes like a new level of truth. Like it was truth before, but now it's just like this thing I can't explain. But Colossians three, one through four says, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated, seated at the right hand of God, set your minds 
Um, Oh, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. And it's just like, yes. Glory. Yes. Like, that's where my mind Mm. needs to be set. It was set there before. I practiced doing that whenever it was just me and him. It needs to remain there forevermore. Just Mm. because I'm now seeking a relationship doesn't mean I set my mind on this relationship and put my hope there and put my trust there and put it in another person. No, that's not where my hope is set. That's not where my hope ever will be set. Um, And it's remembering, and even Travis Ryan, I love how he told us this, man, at our staff retreat, that we're seated in the heavenly places even now in Christ. Like even now, we are seated at the right hand of God in the heavenly places. Yeah, and it's God with us. It's God with us. It's God with us. It's God dating with us. Yes. It's God reading his thoughts with us. Yes. God yeah. praying with us. Yeah. And so just, just seeing it through that lens has been so beneficial and impactful for me. Like, man, realizing like, hey, my only job is to be be a man of righteousness, integrity, date with biblical integrity, do things how God instructs me to do them and be a good steward of whoever he brings in front of me. Yeah. Man, it's so much peace that comes with that. Yeah. That I don't have to figure out the hard stuff. Does it come to a point where I've got to make decisions? And Yeah, but I'm saying when done the right way, man, I just have so much peace and confidence in God and a new light. Man, I and I think they could see it on you, man. Even walking with him this long, I've never dated, so I, I trusted him with those parts of my life. Well, yeah. I didn't once I started to actually date, and now I'm able to trust him in a new aspect and area of my life. And, man, when I say that was my greatest fear— like, I don't think people realize they don't how crippling it was like to for a romantic relationship not to go my way. That rejection is devastating for me yeah. and depression and darkness and hopelessness and distraught and forgetting who I am and forgetting who God is. And I'm so fixated on the rejection that everything else doesn't matter. I yeah. don't care what happened here. I don't care what good is going on here. I, I'm so fixated on that, that my vision and, and is so clouded that I can't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, I've known you for a while, but also we're a lot similar. And yeah. so I, I knew this and I feel this for you. I mean, it's almost like, like Chitty, Chitty, there's not many rooms that he goes into that he's not super liked by everyone and that he's, you know, everyone feels like they know Chitty the best, like he's my boy. Um, and so inside of that deep down, the biggest fear, the biggest, um, that now he's vulnerable to one person and that person rejects him. I mean, it's hard for us to put into words. Oh, you you did a good job. But, but I mean, I know what Mm -hmm. you're saying. You know what I mean? And like it was, it potentially was going to be your confidence. I mean, we already said all this, but it was like, oh man. And to see the complete polar opposite of that. Yeah. It's like, and I hope that, that maybe you're married and dating's not a thing for you. Maybe this is something, it doesn't matter what life struggle or life valley that you're in or life whatever the principle of this is that he tried things god's way and what was meant to harm him grew him Mm. what was meant to separate him drew him closer Mm. and that's not because of his name chittister it's because of whose name he represents and i mean just tapping into that and allowing 
whatever it is you're going through right now. Maybe you did just relapse. Maybe you did. Maybe you're about to be evicted. Maybe you're struggling with raising a child or your, your wife's trying to leave you or you just lost your job or whatever, whatever, whatever brings that pressure, that separation, that anxiety, that fear, that darkness into your light. Man, if you can take the principles of what he learned and know that that's true for you in Christ, know that that's true for you in Christ and man, making yourself get to that spot. And and how do you do that? Well, man, it's not easy, right? It's not easy to trust God when everything historically has been trusting you. Mm. Uh, but man, be in his word, draw like the only advice, the best advice I can give you is draw near to him. Anything that stirs your affection for him. Those are the activities that you're doing, whether it be up early with a cup of coffee, studying his word, whether it be worshiping, whether it be praying, whatever those things you've identified that, man, when I do this, it's third, maybe it's a sunset. Whenever I do this, it stirs my affection for God. Walk in that. Be close with God. And watch how he takes all of those examples I just gave. Watch how he takes this valley and turns it to a mountain, a hilltop. And, like, everything he's saying, like, I, it, you feel it. I'm hoping the cameras pick up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying. And it's it's true. It's like what meant what, what could have destroyed him grew him into a mighty man, a, like a a better man to like, even like, like, I just know you, I could see you in dating, like your dating's different. Like I yeah. can see you in dating, like typing a message and deleting it 26 right. times. <laughs> that's what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's who you are yeah. to whereas now it's just like, man, I'm not going to overthink right. this. Like, that's I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm resting in that's who it. I am. hundred percent. That's good. That's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's freedom. Yes. And this whole podcast Historically, we talk about freedom, but what about what about when you're five years removed and it, uh, you're not? We're not talking about freedom from addiction, but mm-hmm. good gracious, it's just as devastating Absolutely. as he already said. And now he's walking in freedom from that. Yeah, like this could be yours. I, I promise you, it can by the authority of God's word and my brother's own testimony that he just shared. And I don't know, man. I think that's a that's a big deal. Like, yeah, like it's a big deal. We're not talking about addiction, but man, we're talking about big boy stuff, man. Yeah. Like I just, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that, that God's done this in your life and, and shown you this and, uh, and you're able to share it. I mean, do, do we want to talk about where you're at now or, um, we can't, I, I got two more things. Okay, my bad. My one, bad. one being that, um, this, so this last six months, year, however long it was since I went on that first date, I, in Ryan's mind, I was in pursuit of a wife, in pursuit of a wife, in pursuit of a wife. Yeah. And God has just been drawing me closer to him the entire time, yeah. every step of the way. That's amazing. And the intimacy that I feel with him currently in this season, um, man, he's closer than a brother. He's closer than a friend. Um, he sees me. He hears me. He knows me. He knows what's best for me. He knows the desires of my heart, you know? Yeah. He knows these things, and he has what's best for me in the right season, in the right time. Whatever that looks like, I, I'm able to trust him in a new way, yeah. and it just feels really good. Last thing I'll leave with is uh, I can't remember. Someone gave me this. I don't remember which one of my buddies it was. But they said the beautiful thing about godly dating when done right is that regardless of how it ends – both individuals leave better than they showed up. And man, that's so 
true. A true man or woman of God naturally calls you higher mm. and pushes you close to the Lord. Um, and this is a beautiful thing that I've recently experienced. Like it's so true because in the secular world, when you date, if it doesn't go well, usually something bad happened. Yeah. Somebody got hurt. Someone did something. Someone said something. Someone lashed out. Someone yeah. cheated on someone. And godly dating, it's 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 different. You know, the first godly woman you meet is. It's not necessarily to say that's going to be your wife. Can God do that? Has God done that? Yes. But that's just not, I would say that's not the norm, you know? Um, And so just keeping that perspective of like, man, God is going to use this situation with this person when we do this right for something so much greater. Ryan thought the greatest thing would be marriage happily ever after. And God's like, watch this. And so just as an encouragement for anybody else who does uh, step out and starts the godly date. You don't have to like compensate and try and do this and make this happen and shift that around. Man, God's in control of these things. The only thing you got to do is just be and be a good steward. Um, like I said, have biblical integrity, do things the right way. He's in control of all that. And yeah. what I think is best, man, God has something so much greater. So even if it doesn't end up the way I thought it should, I have a different lens. I can see things through now. That's like, dude, I'm excited for what God has. If it ain't what I think, because it's going to be something even greater, mm. greater. So mm. it's been, uh, it's been awesome. Yeah. I've learned so much. I've grown so much. Hopefully I did somewhat justice of articulating the things the Lord has shown me and the yeah. ways in which I have grown because it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. And I look forward for whatever God has for me in store for my future. Yeah. Good things. Yeah. Good things. From what I'm hearing even now, good things. Yeah. Good things. So yeah, I've, I've recently gone on a few dates with someone, um, maybe six to be exact. <laughs> Um, and it's been good. It's been cool. But like I said, I'm able to just be, um, yeah, I've been very vocal about this is a friendship, man. The best relationships in life start off as friendships. I don't have to like expedite the process when God's involved. Do I think, you know, quicker than you would without God? I do. But, uh, man, let's build a friendship. If we're, if we're going to be together forever and this is with anyone in general, um, we've got to be best friends. Yeah. Like we're going to get sick and tired of each other one day and that's life. You get sick and tired of your best friend, your mom, your dad being around anyone too long. Yeah. Is can be tired. <laughs> we got our producer Joy and saying, "Oh yeah." yeah. Um, so yeah. So just building a friendship, I can just be, man, and I mean be. that. I can just be. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> God knew. Who? Yeah. And I mean, just in, in case this person's listening, very speaks very highly of the things that are happening now and just the peace there and the. Yeah, the, she said she was going to listen. So the kindred think, spirit yeah. there and and just the 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 maturity there. Mm -hmm. So man, so here's what I'll say. We always try to finish this with a little catchy thing. Happy birthday to her. It's her birthday today, but this drops in two days. So yeah. Well, happy birthday a few days ago. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, man. I mean, just from, from the devastation of your identity being in what others thought of you, um, the devastation of when that is rejected, to the absolute bulletproofness of knowing that your identity is in Christ and that you could just be. That's life after addiction, and you better believe it. Come on. Let's go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L dot net. For 
more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit S2LRecovery.org. That's S, the number 2, LRecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.